Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Global School of Wisdom this Wednesday evening. Glory to God, glory to God. I trust all is well with you this evening and that you've had a glorious and fruitful and productive week. Once again, you are blessed. God bless you as usual, like you encourage us to start sharing, 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 tell somebody, tag somebody, and share this on your timeline to be a blessing. Invite as many people that you know to join us in this session as we continue our teaching series on preparing and planning for 2022. Praying, preparing, and planning for the coming year. Glory to God. Last week, we looked at a couple of uh, points. So just go over that quickly as a recap. Number one, we said deliberately and consciously pray, prepare, and plan each day with purpose and action. Nothing happens by chance. All successful people deliberately and consciously prepare and plan each day with purpose and action. They are driven by their purpose. So, if you want to experience the best in any coming year, you must pray for direction, prepare, and then plan each day with purpose and with action. Purpose must be backed with action. Then number two, we said, <coughs> step out of your comfort zone. Step out of your comfort zone. And we quoted Jesus in Luke chapter 12, verse 50, where he said, I have a baptism to be baptized with, but how am I straightened? In other words, I have a baptism with which I must be baptized, but I must stretch myself for it to become accomplished. Every person who becomes great in life stretches themselves, stretches themselves. They don't live normal lives. They don't have a normal schedule. They have a very seemingly abnormal schedule and they stretch themselves. They stretch themselves. They stretch themselves. So, um, so if you want to experience the best in the coming year, Jesus speaking about himself said, I have a baptism with which I must be baptized and I must be straightened. In other words, I must stretch myself. He had to stretch himself at the beginning of his ministry with fasting, 40 days of fasting and prayer. That is a stretch. Stretch himself. He says, I have a baptism with which I must be baptized, but how am I straightened or stretched until it is accomplished? So, what he was saying is, I must stretch myself. So if you want to achieve great things, you must stretch yourself. Stretch yourself to build capacity, to build all things. Stretch yourself. Successful people thrive when they are stretched beyond what they think they can handle. They consistently push the boundaries of what is possible and don't accept settling for the status quo. Typical example is the Wright brothers, Michael Faraday, Alexander Bell. Albert Einstein, all these people stretch themselves all the way down to our contemporary day. This means stepping out of your comfort zone and questioning the world around you, not settling for the status quo, not settling for what you came to meet, 
but rather make it up your mind that it can be done. Just like the 12 spies were sent to spy out the land before they entered it. Ten came back and said, the sons of Anak are in the land. In other words, there are giants in there and that we cannot go and take the land. But Joshua and Caleb stilled the people and said, we are well able. They stretched their faith. They stretched their belief. They stretched their trust in God. So, it's important that we learn to step out of our comfort zone if we want to accomplish great If we want to accomplish great things, we need to stretch ourselves, stretch ourselves, stretch ourselves. So, Isaiah 60, 22 tells us, it says, A little one among us shall become a thousand, and a small one among us shall become a strong nation. A little one shall become a thousand, a small one shall become a strong nation. So that's what we are capable of becoming and that's what we are capable of achieving. So, number three, we're looking at praying, preparing, and planning for the coming year. Stretch yourself is number two. Then number three, surround yourself with wise, intelligent, spiritual, creative, innovative, smart people. Go-getters. People who are go-getters. People who do not take no for an answer. All the contemporary achievers that we know of, whether it's Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Martin Luther King Jr., the, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and people in the Christian circles, they, you notice they surround themselves with people who are pregnant or more pregnant than them. They follow after people who are pregnant just like them, or more pregnant than them. And we said last week we become the average of the five closest people that we surround ourselves with. <coughs> we become the average of the five closest people we surround ourselves with. So, surround yourself with people who challenge you to become better and do more than you have already done. Then number four, focus on the big picture. Focus on the big picture. Focus on the big picture. Focusing on details allows you to track results and make improvements based on facts, not guesswork. So, <coughs> we're looking at preparing and planning for the coming year. Number four, focus on the big picture. Focus on the big picture. Focusing on details. Focusing on the big picture allows you to track results and make improvements based on facts, not guesswork. But sometimes we get lost in the doing and forget the building and the creating. If you are not designing and creating a better life for yourself, who else will do that? Nana Poku, you're welcome. If you are not designing a better and creating a better future for yourself, who else will? We should never lose sight of the big picture and always work on the why. Why are we involved in what we are doing? Why are we doing what we are doing? Your why is a great motivation. Your why is a great motivation. So focus on the big picture, the end results. The Bible says, for the joy that was set before Jesus, 
he endured the cross. His eye was on the big picture, the totality, the salvation of all of humanity. So he was able to endure the cross. The cross. So in life, you are either designing a life or cruising through life. You are either designing a life or cruising through life. It is said that the billionaire mindset always says, either you design your life or somebody else will do it for you. Either you are designing your own life or somebody else will do it for you. So, your why, your why you exist, why you do what you do, should be a great motivation. And focus on the big picture. Focus on the big picture. Always remember <coughs> why you are doing what you do. If you understand why you are doing what you do or why you are involved in what you are doing, Nobody can talk you out of it because your why is a great motivator, the foundation of everything that you are called to do. For instance, our heart desires to raise leaders, generational leaders. So the, the, the whole idea is not to raise people who are just followers, but people who have a leadership mindset. It's one of the greatest things that we need within our generation um, than ever before is leadership, visionary leadership servant leadership, transformational leadership. So you are either designing your own life or somebody else will do it for you. So focus on the big picture. What's the big picture for 2022? What's the big picture for the next three years? What's the big picture for the next five years? What's the big picture? Focus on the big picture, where you are going. The end result. That's what motivates you to continue irrespective of temporary setbacks that you face. So, focus on the big picture. Number four, set goals. And then develop yourself and train yourself to achieve those goals and get the job done. Set goals. Develop yourself. Train up to achieve those goals. Set goals. Develop yourself. Train up to achieve those goals and to pursue those goals and get the job done. You set goals, you must develop yourself to be able to achieve those goals. You must train yourself to achieve those goals as personal development self-development or mental development, spiritual development, emotional development, all those things are very important. So, set goals. What do you want to accomplish? Develop yourself, train up yourself to achieve them and pursue those goals and make sure you get the job done. It's human behavior normally to, to procrastinate. Like we said about the society in America, called the Procrastination Society, whose motto is never do today what you can do tomorrow and never do tomorrow what you can do the day after tomorrow. So there's always postponement of what the critical things that need to be done. But we must come to a place where you set goals. For 2022, you must start setting goals now. You must start planning the theme for next year, what you're going to do in January, what you're going to do in February, the financial goals, your career goals, your professional goals, your ministry goals. What is the theme for 2022? 
you have to start once you get to know about it, you start setting goals to see them achieved. Eunice Uyi, good to see you with us. God bless you. Abena Chama, God bless you for being with us. So set goals, develop yourself, train up to achieve them and pursue the goals and make sure you get the job done. Get the job done. Uh, human behavior um, is used to procrastinating, waiting until tomorrow when the environment is right. Like the people who said in the, was it the <laughs> Ecclesiastes or Proverbs? I think it is a Proverbs where it says somebody said, they asked him, why are you not stepping out to achieve your goal? says there's a lion in the streets. That's an excuse. Lion in the streets. Procrastinating. There's a lion in the street today, so I cannot step out. There are no lions in the street. The lions are found in the zoo. So, <laughs> we need to set goals develop ourselves and train up to pursue those goals and get the job done. High achievers have developed laser-like focus when it comes to getting things done. Most times they can be so obsessed and preoccupied with their assignment in life that others may call them selfish or insensitive or antisocial, often making sacrifices that most of us are not prepared or willing to make. That's why they achieve the goals that they achieve. Extraordinary people are simply ordinary people who did, who went the extra mile. And in 2022, if you want to accomplish your goals, if you want to become everything that you're called to be, because we must not deny our generation of what has been put in us for them. Extraordinary people are simply ordinary people who went the extra mile and did extra, did extra, did extra. Proverbs 22, 13 says, the sluggard or the lazy man or the procrastinator says, there's a lion outside. I will be killed in the public square. And therefore, he doesn't go forward. He's always giving excuse, there's a lion in the street. There's a lion outside. As long as we keep saying there's a lion outside, we'll not step out. But whether there is a lion outside, or there's no lion also who must still step out because what we need to understand is that in everybody's promised land, there's a giant. Whether you call it a lion or you call it a giant or sons of Anak, in everybody's promised land, there's a giant that must be fought. There are strong men that have to be fought. Nothing, you're not going to get everything that you want to have on a silver platter. There'll be competitors, there's going to be competition, there'll be opposition, there will be resistance, there will be betrayals. All those things are part of like Jesus told us, in this world, you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world and given you the spirit of faith to also overcome. He said, the slothful man, the slothful man, uh, one of the men of God was explaining to us, that word slothful, the word sloth, is an animal um, in the, in the, in, in the, Amazon jungle or so, Mexico, one of those countries, Latin American countries, an animal called the sloth. And apparently it takes the sloth hours to just to cross from one side of a street to the other side. It takes hours for that sloth, sloth, an animal called the sloth. It takes him hours to cross from one side of the street to the other. But sometimes it has to be even picked up and then put on the other side. And when you see the sloth on a tree, Apparently, the sloth is so slow in everything that it does that instead of animals hanging on the tree from 
up down. He hangs on the tree downward up. So he looks at things lopsided. He looks at things from the angle of him facing up instead of him facing down. So when you have some time, look out that word, sloth. Where the word, the slothful man says. Look at the word sloth. It's an animal in one of the countries, I think the Latin American <laughs> countries, slothful man. So it describes the sloth, how slow it is. It takes its time to do everything. And that is the attitude of the slothful or the lazy. The slothful man says there's a lion in the street. There are giants in everybody's land. You're not going to be given whatever it is you want to become or take by force. That's why the Bible tells us, fight the good fight of faith and then lay hold on eternal life. So in everybody's promised land, they are giants. But the good news is that those giants can be conquered. Those giants can be defeated. It's not um, unspiritual to face challenges but it's unscriptural to be defeated by those challenges considering that we have the weapons of our warfare which are not carnal. So, there are giants in your promised land, but they must be fought and they must be defeated. So, set the goals, then develop yourself to achieve them, pursue those goals, and make sure you get the job done. That is what achievers do. That is what most successful people do. They go the extra mile. They don't settle for average. They don't settle for um, they don't settle for mediocrity. They don't settle for average. They break the status quo. Mama B says the conventional wisdom has it that slots are simple, lazy creatures that do very little other than sleep all day. Exactly, that's one of the things that we learned here. They sleep all day. Even the very name sloth in most languages, translates as some version of lazy. So, when they say a slothful man, this is where it's coming from. Conventional wisdom has it that sloths are simple, lazy creatures that do very little other than sleep all day. Apparently, they probably sleep about 15 hours or so a day. So, they don't get much that. So, when people are described as slothful, that's a serious description of an individual. He says even the very name sloth in most languages translates as some version of lazy. So we can't afford to be lazy. We can't afford to be lazy. Don't settle for less than the best that God has for you in the coming year. God bless you. Deborah Johnson, God bless you for joining us. Keep sharing, keep sharing. God bless you all for joining us. See, so it's better to uh, prioritize better, set aside time to focus on your goals list, not just your to-do list, not just your to-do list. We've heard about to-do list, but it's time to start focusing on our goals list, our goals list, our goals list, not just our to-do list. It is said that if you sleep eight hours a day, You've slept a third of your life away. For instance, if you lived for 90 years, if you slept for 8 hours, you would have slept 30 years out of 90 years. You would have slept 40 years out of 120 years. Can you imagine? And that's a price that is too heavy to be paid. Sleeping 8 hours a day all the time is sleeping 
30 years out of 90 years, if you live for 90 years, and sleeping 40 years out of 120 years. There's more sleeping to be done on the other side when we finish everything we're supposed to do. So, this coming year from now, not, not wait until 31st night, set your goals. Pastors have already started the team that, things that they need to teach in January, things that they need to teach in February, programs that they want to organize, empowerment sessions, specialized sessions they want to organize in their churches, seminars, conferences, empowerment sessions. They've already started planning. I believe that businessmen have also started doing the same. So ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about praying, preparing, and planning for 2022. One of the main things, and this is universal. It doesn't matter whether you're Christian or Buddhist or Muslim or whatever religion. Religion doesn't come in. Creed doesn't come in. Background doesn't come in. You owe your generation what God has put inside you to give it out to the world, to add value. And that determines your wealth. That determines your wealth. That determines your prosperity. That determines your influence. So this is something that is done universally. Cuts across every set goals. Develop yourself for those goals. Train yourself to achieve those goals. Pursue those goals. And then get the job done. Get the job done. Get the job done. Uh, Esquire, Evelyn, God bless you. You are welcome. Get the job done. The focus says already done. Absolute, very very important. So focus on your goals list. If you haven't, we haven't heard that. Let's make a note of that. Don't just write your to do list. To do list, no. Set your write your goals list. Let's start doing that now. Whether we are married, whether we are single, whether we are uh, uh, we have children, let's start setting goals list. Goals list. Your goals list, not just your to do list. That's your goals list. So you pursue those goals. This is what I want to accomplish. For instance, we've had our, we had our food bank and shoebox. Now we set up a date to do another one somewhere else in our city. Um, goals list. Set the date and everything is in motion. So what are you planning to do? Don't wait till 31st night. Most New Year resolutions that are made on 31st night is more out of excitement, after the 31st is over, nothing happens. So, let's wait on the Lord. That's why prayer comes in. Wait on the Lord. Find out what the plans that He has for us next year. And let's set our goals list and pursue that goals list. Every one of us, because everyone is as equally important. You are brought, you are given a list of life to contribute something in particular to your generation. And as we do that individually and corporately, we'll see materialize everything that God has called us to do. So set, write down your goals list. Goals list. I want to accomplish this in two weeks. I want to accomplish this in five weeks. I want to save this amount of money in this number of weeks. I want to win this number of souls. I want to pay tithe of this amount of money. I want to give this kind of offering. I want to travel to this particular country to do this and to do that. So write your goals list, not just your to-do list. Your goals list, very, very important. Very vital to set a goals list. It keeps you focused in the year. So number five, get set goals, 
develop yourself, train up to achieve them, pursue the goals, um, and then get the job done. Make sure you get the job done. Number six, we're looking at praying, preparing, and planning for um, 2022. These are guidelines, and so write them down, and then make sure you remind yourself of them. Goals list as a family, in your marriage, in your finances, in your word life. I want to pray one hour a day or two hours a day. I want to read five chapters a day is a goal. And the more worded up you are, let the word of God dwell in you richly. It says, your profiting shall appear unto all when you give yourself wholly to your assignment. Your profiting shall be, your profiting shall appear to all. All will see your profiting. Number six, refuse to take no for an answer. Refuse to take no for an answer. Opposition is everywhere. Refuse to take no finance, like Isaac. Isaac dug wells and the enemies filled it. He dug more wells and the enemies filled it. He dug more wells and the enemy filled it. So, like Isaac, when you dig a well and your enemies fill one well, keep digging, keep digging, keep digging, keep digging until you come across your place of rest, your real boat. Never quit. Winners never quit and quitters never win. When you hit a wall, it's easy to consider that as the end of the road and tend to give up. And that, that's something that occurs to every human being. It's not limited to just an individual. When you hit a wall, it's easy to just give up. Only the most stubborn among us will persevere long enough to climb the rest of the mountain. If you made up your mind, I'm going to climb the mountain. Sometimes I used to do exercise. And then we're climbing this, uh, 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 this steep, steep, uh, uh, wall or street. I'm wondering, what's going on here? Any suggestion? And they will be motivated. My wife will say, we need to keep going. I say, I will go on the flat one and you, you climb a particular one. But if we want to make sure we are fit, the, the climbing and the flat, all of them factor in there. So it says, only the most stubborn among us will persevere long enough to climb the rest of the mountains. I was listening to Pastor Dili Wangle said yesterday, put on Facebook, 11 years today or yesterday when he stopped drinking fizzy drinks and certain kinds of drinks and he feels healthier. 11 solid years. That was somebody with great determination and stubborn, uh, uh, stubborn determination to persevere long enough to make sure he accomplishes his goal. So, think of the Wright brothers trying to get people in the air. And that's how ridiculous that sounds. Or that sounded at the time. It says, can you imagine what their peers must have said to them flying a metal in the air? Today, none of us can imagine a world without aircraft or planes. What is your dream? Those who say it cannot be done are always interrupted by others doing what they said cannot be done. Very often, when you say, I'm going to do something, people who cannot see what you see will always say, it cannot be done. There you are, you have uh, David coming to town, and he has Goliath threatening the whole nation, including the king and all his um, government officials. The whole nation was in fear. And David says, who is this uncircumcised Philistine 
who dares to defy the armies of Israel. I'm going to take this boy down. Now, I'm sure everybody, including even his brothers, the moment they saw him, they said, what are you doing here? Who did you leave our father's sheep with? What are you doing here? You are in my country. They say you are being too low. Pretending you know everything. You shouldn't be here. So your peers will always challenge you. They will wonder, what on earth do you think you are doing? I'm sure that was the same with the Wright brothers. I'm sure that was the same with founders of computers. I'm sure that was the same with people who were told some years ago that a time is going to come when all things can be done through the phone. They must have wondered, now these people are pulling our leg. But it's happening right now. And it takes time. It's a process. And we should not give up. We need to respect process. Follow the process. Today we cannot imagine the world without planes. So what's your dream? Those who say it cannot be done are always interrupted by others doing it. So failure is an opportunity to start all over again, but wiser. Failure is an opportunity to start all over again, but wiser than when you first attempted it and failed. Remember, those who say it cannot be done are always interrupted by those who do that which they said cannot be done. That's why Winston Churchill is known to have said, never, never, never give up. Never, never give up. He said to Hitler, we're going to fight from the seashore. We're going to fight from the mountains. Whatever it is, even when our life is on the line, we're going to fight and we're going to make sure you have to kill us in the process of taking over this country, but we will never, never, never give up. Eventually, in trying to attack Britain, for some strange reason, he rather headed towards Russia, and his, and his army were caught up in the snow, and that was how Britain was liberated. Britain was being led by a leader who made up his mind, we are not going to give up, no matter what happens. We are not going to give up. In other words, number six, he refused to take no for an answer. And it's the same with us. COVID or no COVID, Omicron or no Omicron, variants or no variants, we must refuse to take no for an answer. Can you imagine how rich people who are selling masks have become since the lockdown? Can you imagine? Almost probably everybody is now selling face masks during the, this COVID. Can you imagine how rich, how rich they become taking advantage of opportunity? So, ladies and gentlemen, 2022, refuse to take no for an answer. Refuse to take no. When people say it cannot be done, you say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And the naysayers and probably those who do not believe in your vision somewhere along the line, when they see your results, Glory to God. Those who are meant for you who come alongside you to accomplish that task. So, let's continue and round up for today. Number seven, never stop learning. We are looking at praying, preparing, and planning for 2022. Failure is an opportunity to start all over again, but wiser, 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 wiser. The founder of the uh, 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 electricity tried 999 times and apparently 
It was at the thousandth that he got it. Can you imagine if he had given up somewhere along the line? So, number seven, never stop learning. What you and I knew yesterday may not be enough to take us to where we need to get to. So it's time to learn, unlearn, and relearn. Learn, we must always be learning, unlearning, and relearning. Learning, unlearning, and relearning. Raymond Morris, man of God, God bless you, man of God. Raymond, uh, Pastor Raymond Morris, God bless you for joining us this evening. God bless you, man of God. So, never stop learning. Never stop learning. Never stop trying. Success stories are addicted to acquisition of deeper knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Remember the three components that distinguishes individuals. Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. The Bible says, knowledge and wisdom shall be the stability of your time. The Bible says, by knowledge, by wisdom, by understanding, by wisdom a house is built. By understanding it is established, and by knowledge its rooms are furnished. So knowledge, wisdom, and understanding comes from continuous learning, continuous learning. Schooling gives you a certificate. Continuous learning is what makes you a fortune. Schooling is for a period. Learning is for life. Schooling is for a period. It's for a season. Continuous learning is for life. Never stop learning. You must learn, unlearn, and relearn. Success stories are addicted to acquisition of deeper knowledge. Deeper knowledge. Deeper knowledge. You know, when you read Isaiah, it says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. He said, Darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. And the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. So, the brighter the light you are walking in, the more you learn, the brighter the light, the 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 change of who you attract. He says, darkness shall cover the earth, gross darkness, the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. He says, Gentiles shall come to thy light. That comes from learning. Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. So Gentiles come to your light, but kings come to brighter light. The more you learn, the more light the more lighted you are, the more illuminated you are, the more understanding you have, you attract kings, you attract people of influence. Gentiles shall come to your ordinary light, but kings are attracted to brighter light. So, never stop learning. No wonder uh, Abraham Lincoln is known to have said, I don't care much about anyone who is not wiser today than they were Yesterday, Bishop Oedipo is known to have said, you are either building a library or a mortuary without knowing. Dale, Dale Beaumont is known to have said, if you are not green and growing, you are ripe and rotting. If you are not green and growing, you are ripe and rotting. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's important. Henry Ford said, anyone who stops learning is old, whether 20 or 80. And anyone who keeps learning is young. And he advised, the greatest thing therefore in life to do is to keep your mind young. 
keep your mind young. And how do we keep our mind young? Your body may be frail, but if you keep your mind young, it affects your body. How do we keep our minds young? Continuous learning, continuous learning, continuous learning. So he said, the greatest thing in life is to keep your mind young. So, how much of our week do we dedicate to learning? Before Dr. Miles Monroe went home to be with the Lord, he read voluminous books, about three of them <laughs> a month. Voluminous, huge, powerful books. So, schooling is periodic, but continuous learning is ongoing. Like I said, schooling gives you a certificate to show that you have been in school, but continuous learning is what makes you a fortune. Jim Rohn is known to have said, formal education will make you a living, but self-education will make you a fortune. Formal education will make you a living, but continuous learning, self-education, 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 self-education will make you a fortune. Then number eight, prioritize time management. Prioritize. We're talking about preparing for 2022. Planning for 2022. Planning for our future. The future is created. The future is seized. Prioritize time management and prioritize priorities only. Prioritize time management and prioritize priorities only. It is said that foolish people waste time, average people spend time, but wise people invest time. It is said also that foolish people discuss people, average people discuss events, while wise and successful people discuss ideas, and it's ideas that rule the world. Remember Proverbs 8.15, by wisdom kings reign, and we are kings, we are kings and priests. By wisdom, kings reign. King Solomon also said, King Solomon said, by, by wisdom, kings reign. If we want to reign in life, we must prioritize time management and prioritize priorities only. It is said foolish people waste money, average people spend money, but wise people invest money. Time management, therefore, is crucial. In life, we are either investing time, marking time, or wasting time. And every time wasted on frivolities, is destiny wasted. My twin brother said, life is like a timetable. And wisdom is the ability to do the right thing at the right time to generate the right results. He said, life is like a timetable. Life is like a timetable. Wisdom is the ability to do the right thing at the right time to generate the right results. Ecclesiastes um, 11 verse 1, Ecclesiastes 3, 1. There's a time for everything, a season for every purpose, a time for everything. So, number eight, prioritize time management and prioritize priorities only. Then number nine, Think ahead, prepare ahead, and plan ahead. Think ahead, prepare ahead, and plan ahead. Why is that important? Failing to plan is planning to fail. You know when you're going to 
prepare a meal. Our ladies, when they're preparing a meal, they plan it all out. Going to the market, going to the shopping center, getting groceries, what exactly to get. It's all planned out. And we can plan our meal our, our schedules when it comes to meals that must be prepared for the family. How much more destiny? Think ahead, prepare ahead, and plan ahead. Think ahead, prepare ahead, and plan ahead. Not emergencies. Think ahead, prepare ahead, plan ahead. Failing to plan is planning to fail. So, always live today with tomorrow in mind. Always live today with tomorrow in mind, doing tomorrow's things today. So you are not taken by surprise by tomorrow. There's no new thing under the sun. Successful people prepare themselves and live ready to answer tomorrow's questions today. Successful people prepare themselves today and live in readiness mode to answer tomorrow's questions today. They are generational thinkers, generational planners, generational builders, and generational executors. That's why we are addicted to the uh, assignment of raising generationally, not just leaders, generational, people who are generational in their thinking, generational in their planning. There are, it is said, there are three kinds of people, those who do yesterday's things today. Therefore, they are late in life having to catch up. And those who do today's things today, and then those who do tomorrow's things today. When you look through scripture, Joseph and Daniel, these were people who answered tomorrow's questions in the day in which they lived. They answered tomorrow's questions. The seven years of famine, seven years of plenty. Joseph gave Pharaoh an answer that solved a 14-year problem carrying forward. And that is how we must train ourselves to answer tomorrow's questions today. When you are futuristic in your thinking, in your preparations, in your planning, you don't miss God's timings. Ecclesiastes 3.1, there's a time for everything, a time to plant, a time to reap what has been planted. So, and it's prayer that brings you into divine alignment. First Chronicles 12.32 says, Of the sons of Issachar, men who understood the times, who knew what Israel ought to do, and their chiefs were 200, and their brethren were at their command. These people knew what to do. They lived ahead of schedule. They lived ahead of time. They knew what Israel ought to do. They knew the times, they knew the seasons, and knew what they had to do. Very important. To everything, there's a season, and there's a time for every purpose under heaven. When you and I have no purpose for our life, we end up living the purpose of other people and allow purposeless people to waste our time, drain and deplete our resources and sap our energies. Gustav, you are welcome. So, when there is no purpose, there will be bankruptcy of wisdom. Wisdom gravitates towards those who have found purpose and are pursuing purpose. So, the more purposeful you and I are, the wiser we act. The more purposeful we are, the wiser 
we act. The more purposeful we are, the wiser we act. The more purposeful we are, the wiser we, we act. Glory to God. Glory to God. Then, number, number 10, so we looked at number 9, that is, think ahead, prepare ahead, and plan ahead. Number 10, follow your assignment. Follow your assignment. Backed with passion, determination, dedication, and excellence. Turning your passion into your profession. So, follow your assignment. We are all not called to do the same thing. We are all not called to do the same thing. Find what your assignment is. That's what distinguishes you from others. Follow your assignment back with passion, determination, dedication, and excellence. Turning your passion into your profession. The outcome in the coming year will be dictated by achievers who are God-first driven. God first driven. God first driven. God first driven. Purpose driven. Principle driven. Passion driven. And who do things with the spirit of excellence. The coming year will be distinguished. Those who will be distinguished are people who have the God first mentality. He says, seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first kingdom assignment and every other thing shall be added unto you. The coming year will be characterized by people who are distinguished by their God first mentality, purpose driven mentality, principle driven mentality, and passion driven mentality. And those who do things with the spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence. You know, one thing that distinguished Daniel from every other person was the spirit of excellence. You know, excellence is, is key. You know, we have the Luke 4, 18 to 19, Isaiah 11, 1 to 3, talks about the spirit of power, ability, faith, counsel, might, love, the fear of God, quick understanding, to produce and perform the spirit of wisdom, which is the spirit of excellence. Daniel became a distinguished administrator. The Bible says, an excellent spirit. It says, there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. He said, in Daniel was found the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of excellence, the spirit of excellence, the spirit of excellence. That which made Daniel the preferred president among other presidents was the spirit of excellence. So, in addition to everything that we have said, the spirit of excellence is key. Doing everything with excellence. The Bible says of Jesus, he did all things well. They testified of Jesus that he did all things well. So, if you're going to be distinguished in the coming year, whatever profession you are involved in, Whatever business you are involved in, whatever ministry you are involved in, everything must be done with excellence. Excellence. Punctuality, excellence, tithing excellently, giving excellently, working excellently, uh, giving excellently, praying excellently. Everything that we do must be done with the spirit of excellence. Because excellence is what distinguishes everybody. 
The reason why some people come repetitively to a particular restaurant is because their customer satisfaction, they come, they get the things that they want in the place that they need in the place. They are satisfied with the service that they get in the place where they keep coming back. Daniel 5 verse 12 says, For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpretation of dreams and showing of hard sentences and dissolving of doubts were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now let that Daniel be called and he will show the interpretation. Look at what distinguished Daniel. Look at what distinguished Daniel. That is what will distinguish us in the coming years. For as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding. You saw the components we mentioned earlier. The three components. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Look at Daniel. An excellent spirit. Attitude. Behavior. An excellent spirit. Excellence is a spirit. An excellent spirit. And knowledge. And understanding. Interpretation of dreams. He did it excellently. Showing of hard sentences. Excellently. Dissolving doubts in people's minds. Excellently. And all these things were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belshazzar. Belteshazzar. He said, now let that Daniel be called. And he will show the interpretation. So they come looking for you. They come looking for you because you have the spirit of excellence backing everything else that you do. I trust that this has been a blessing. And then finally, have a zero tolerance. We mentioned that earlier. Have a zero tolerance for procrastination. Because procrastination procrastination kills opportunities. Procrastination kills opportunities. So, let me pray. Father, thank you for the privilege to hear your word. Thank you for the step that you have given us. The daily habits of exceptionally successful people that we need to adopt. We receive the grace to walk in these virtues. And become everything that you have called us to be in all our endeavors. We receive that spirit of grace. We receive that spirit of excellence. We receive the spirit to focus. We receive the spirit to be excellent in all that we do. To plan each day with purpose and with action. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ. We decree that this coming year, people will come looking for us because of the spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence in everything that we do. Raise people with us who have the spirit of excellence, who develop the spirit of excellence in everything that we do and make us a people with the spirit of excellence in everything that we do that will be the ones that will be preferred above all others. We receive that spirit of excellence in the name of Jesus and grace to accomplish what that you have for us in Jesus' name. Amen. If you are online, not born again, you want to give your life to Christ, we want to pray with you right now. Pray this prayer with us. Say, Jesus, I believe you died on the cross and were raised from the dead. On the third day, I ask you to forgive me for all my sins, known sins, unknown sins, presumptuous sins, sins of omission, sins of commission. Forgive me for all my sins. As I accept you as my Lord and Savior and rededicate my life to you. Thank you, Father, for hearing me and answering my prayer. 
Jesus name. Amen. We want to encourage you to join us this Friday as we engage in our prayers of Thanksgiving, the last prayers of Thanksgiving before 31st night. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. this Friday and then join our actual service this Sunday. We have an end of year Thanksgiving service. End of year Thanksgiving service here in House of Judah. Here in House of Judah this Sunday 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. The details are on the screen. 387 London Road in Croydon. And if you are watching from outside the country, you can join us on this platform on Sunday from 11 a.m. Praise and worship starts 11 a.m. all the way to 1 p.m. This is going to be our end of year Thanksgiving service. So come join us. Let's thank God together. The address for the actual service is first floor 387 London Road, Croydon, CRO3PB. The details are scrolling on the screen. Now shall we receive our offerings this evening? Let's receive our offerings. The offerings, the details are on the screen. If you are watching in London, finish out the year by thanking him, by thanking him, remembering all that he has done for you this year, and close it out with thanksgiving. Close it out with thanksgiving. So to tithe, to give your offerings, to partner with this ministry, to continually be a blessing to the nations. If you are watching in London, the details, Lloyds Bank, account number 229 4551 sort code 3309245 or to give online visit house of click online giving or the donate button you can also use the paypal link on the screen paypal.me forward slash michael hartingwood and then you can use the iban details international banking details whichever is convenient for you use that method to give and God will bless you indeed. Glory to God. God always, we can never outgive God. When you bless a king, he also shows you that he can outdo what you give him. That's what God does. So, as we sow this seed in the name of Jesus and Caesar, we have sown. As we transfer, as you can take your phone and then transfer your seed into the account of the screen. Let the Lord bless you, increase you, enlarge you on every side. Open doors for you that can never be shut. And he bless you with outstanding financial miracles in the name of Jesus. As we have decreed, so shall it be in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So take a screenshot of the details on the screen. We want to set up a standing order or direct debit to sow into this ministry. You can take the details on the screen and then set up a direct debit or standing order. The blessings of the Lord shall flow towards you. In Jesus' name, glory to God. This Friday, like I said, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. is going to be an awesome session. And then next week, Friday, next week, 31st night. 31st night, we welcome you all to join us for our 31st night service here in House of Judah. The theme is the battle for your future. The battle for your future. The battle has always been for our future. So take the details on the scale. Welcome to our 31st night crossover service. Crossover service is going to be an awesome session. Your life will never remain the same again. God will bless you. 
tremendously. So take the details on the screen, 31st night, and the details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen at our church premises from 10 a 10 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. So we start the service 10 p.m. with praise, with worship, with warfare prayer, and the word of God for 2022. The venue is House of Judah, first floor, 387 London Road, Croydon, CRO3PB. For directions, go to our website, www.houseofjudah.org.uk. So mark the dates down. 31st night, 31st December, next week, Friday, 31st December, from 10 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. It's going to be an awesome time. Come, let's enter the new year together. Let's give him praise. Let's give him all the glory. Once again, thank you all for joining us this evening. And we look forward to see you this Friday at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. where we are just coming to thank God for all that he has done for every one of us throughout this year and keeping us alive and well. You are all blessed and highly favored and we look forward by his grace to see you this Friday. Share this with as many people that you know and we'll see you this Friday, 6 p.m. This Saturday, there will be, it's Christmas Day, so we'll not be having lunch or we'll achieve it. But Sunday, every one of us, end of year, has given service. God bless you all. And see you on Friday. You are blessed and highly feared.